Hello, funky listeners, and welcome to another episode of Funk Radio. We're back. Another episode of Funk Radio? That, what? That never happens. <laughs> I mean, we've only been gone for, what, two weeks or something? It's uh, like, a, like, a, like a month. I don't know. Math is hard. Time is meaningless in quarantine. Oh, well, we haven't recorded in a long time, but I've kind of spread out the release of the episodes. So for the listeners, it's probably only been like a week. Oh, oh yeah, Maybe we totally two. record every episode the week that we release it. Shifty eyes. <laughs> I mean, most of the time we do, but we <laughs> had a lot that we covered and we knew we were going to have some time. This anyway, hello, hello listeners. Hi. So uh, I, I don't expect this episode will be too long, um, but we wanted to do a review. Um, it's been a little while since we've done one. Mm-hmm. Um, sp- specifically... This is a new EP um, by the funk duo Chromio. Just released, um, somehow I didn't write down the date of it, but it was like mid-June. Um, it was literally only maybe like three weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was released on June 12th of 2020. Nice. And for those of you listening right now, well, now being shortly after this is released, or for those of you listening in the future, thinking back to, wow, 2020, what was that all about? Well, this EP will tell you. Um, mm. This is called Quarantine Casanova. And uh, basically, it's five songs where they very directly approach the topic of coronavirus and quarantine and all that um, from a very humorous perspective. And I think this is something the world needed but didn't quite realize it. Um, personally, I was surprised to hear that this had come out. Yeah, yeah. I know when you told me, like, oh, uh, Chromio has a new EP, I was just like, oh, cool, I'll check it out. And then I was completely surprised that, like, the entire EP was them not complaining about quarantine, but just singing about life in quarantine and coronavirus and social distancing and all of that. Yeah. And part of me is just like, this is hilarious. Like future generations are going to look back on this and just be like, what the hell is that about? <laughs> I know. Well, and, and, and actually that's a good point too, because I think some of the things they mention in these songs, like specific, just cultural things that have become commonplace these days. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's helping capture some of like the nuances of this whole thing. Cause like, we're always going to remember this. We're not going to forget 2020, yeah. but I think some of the finer details if we listen to this like 20 years from now, it'll be like, oh yeah, that thing. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm really glad that they chose, I mean, it's Chromio, so they always kind of have a sense of humor about stuff, but I'm glad that they chose to really go all out and make this just a fun time. Mm-hmm. Do we want to just go in chronological order with these? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, actually, before we start with the songs, um, I did want to read out um, a short description um, that they gave of this when they released it. Oh, for sure. They said, quote, five songs written and produced under lockdown, funky little tunes about Clorox social distancing, avoiding Zoom meetings, screaming at people who don't wear masks, and other experiences we've shared during these last few months. We're donating 100% of the net proceeds to Know Your Rights Camp COVID-19 Relief Fund which provides aid specifically to the black and POC communities affected by the virus. This is how we get down and get involved all at once. I can dig it. 
Yeah, so I forgot I forgot to mention that the, all the proceeds to this uh, go to that relief fund, which is also pretty cool. Yeah, if you guys go uh, on Bandcamp, um, you can look up the EP there. Um, they have the digital album for sale. They have a vinyl version of it for sale. They have t-shirts. <laughs> mm-hmm. I kind of almost want to get the vinyl version just because I think it'd be interesting, like, assuming I still have my vinyl 20 years from now, yeah. to just be flipping through vinyl and then, like, seeing that I have a vinyl about the quarantine of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so as you mentioned, um, there's five songs on here. We're going to, since there's so few, we're just going to go through chronologically and discuss each one. Mm-hmm. Actually, I will say briefly, te- technically there are 10 songs on this EP, um, but the second half or the last five songs are just instrumental versions of the five that we're going to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we're not, we did, we'd already decided that we're not going to discuss the instrumental ones, but I will say, I just, I appreciate that they included those. Yeah. Anyway, that's a thing. Uh, we're not going to discuss them, but it's cool that they included that. I can dig it. Uh, so the first song it's called Clorox wipe. Um, <laughs> this is a fun one. Um, maybe let's start by playing a clip and then we'll discuss it afterward. Okay. I gotta say, I mean, not that I didn't like any of the songs on here. I think this one's my favorite. The same goes for me as well. This is like quintessential Chromeo in this song. It's pretty much flawless. Mm -hmm. And it describes their sound very well. Um, And I guess also their sense of humor. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So the the idea lyrically of the song listeners is that he's, he's basically saying if he gets reincarnated, he wants to be a Clorox wipe so that he can wipe down his woman. (laughs) <laughs> just saying that out loud sounds so ridiculous it's amazing yeah that's chromio for you yeah this is super funky and i really like this song it's just a really funny song i like the kind of robotic refrain i know they do that in a lot of their songs the i don't know what you call oh, it the vocoder wow. that they use to kind of make that robot sound yeah it's um it's not a vocoder is it or is it the other one it's either a vocoder or it's that one where they stick you stick the tube in your mouth. I forgot the name of that thing. You know what I'm talking about? Talkbox, maybe? Yeah, something like that. It's the, the Frampton. I think Talkbox is in vocoder. We did do an episode on that a long time ago, so I was trying to... The Peter Frampton thing, because I think he was like yeah. the first big artist to use it. Yeah, so they use that a lot. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. In, in addition to being humorous, a lot of the time, um, they also s- seem to find ways to make pretty much anything sexual. Yeah, <laughs> which they apparently were able to do here as well. So I think that's a success. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to introduce the next song, Kyle? Sure. Um, the second song on the EP is called Six Feet Away. When it's all over, I won't miss this. Six feet. 
I liked this one. It's definitely, yeah, a lot more laid back. Uh, basically, it's about a guy, I, I, from what I understand, meeting a girl, but they have to stand six feet away and he doesn't want to. Yeah, I, I think it's the difficulty of having to keep away from the people you care about in general. Yeah. Or I suppose if people, or if anyone's trying to actively date during this time, yeah, my hat's off to you for doing that. Even when I go to the grocery store, like, you know, you go down the aisle and the aisles are already pretty narrow yeah. and you're like trying to kind of stay away from people, but there's just scenarios where it's just like, I have to get around you yeah. <laughs> and you're not moving because you're oblivious. Uh, mm, I hate those yeah. scenarios. I, I, I don't know if you have the same sentiment, Peter, but like, God willing, once this pandemic has run its course, I do hope that some of the social changes we've made kind of stay in place including you know do i think we have should have to arbitrarily stay six feet away from each other at all times afterwards no but i i hope it engenders in people more of a concept of one's personal space because there is definitely people out there in the world that have no concept of personal space and i am very aware of my personal space as well as being in others because i don't like people in mine so yeah i get annoyed when people get in mine <laughs> that doesn't Not, surprise me. That that seems like something that would fit your personality. Yes. Um, no. Yeah, and that makes sense. And while that specific thought hasn't crossed my mind, I have thought that, like, oh, you know, I I've gotten used to some of the elements of staying away from other people. Based, I mean, this is speaking as an extreme introvert, but exactly. I think that's the thing. I think this is coming coming from my introverted side of just like, wait, people people stay away from me in public. This is great. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, now it's now it's socially responsible to stay away from other people. Anyway, so I guess for some people, so if you had written a song called 6 Feet Away, it might have been a happy song. It sounds probably. like. <laughs> so the third song is called Stay in Bed and Do Nothing. If you're spending all day in your sweatpants, you ain't got to look fly when you're underneath the covers. You got Wi-Fi, then you're covered. Stay in bed and do what you want to do. In other words, nothing. Don't do nothing. Stay in bed and do what you want to do. In other words, nothing. Don't do nothing. Everybody's always bragging about all their I... I think this is probably my second favorite song, mostly because of the lyrics. Mm. Basically, the gist of the song is, you know, during these times of quarantine, it's totally acceptable to basically lounge around the house and do nothing. You don't have to feel like, despite quarantine, you have to feign some idea of productivity or hustling. Oh, well, this goes back to what we were saying, about, especially about introversion, but, you know, that's not the only excuse people would have to normally stay home but i as someone who does stay home a lot it, this kind of embodies the fact that like hey this is normal now and it's like a good well, thing think, for you to do this personally i think it's a it's a good message of basically like you know especially in american culture we're so obsessed with productivity and obsessed yeah. with hustling and making ourselves better and climbing corporate ladders and and always just moving, be, always be moving and doing something that we're made to feel bad when we don't. 
And exactly. That's kind of what the song is saying is it's like, you know, all these people, you know, on their Instagrams and their social media acting like they're out there hustling during quarantine are full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it's completely fine and completely normal to, you know, occasionally just lounge in bed and do nothing all day. Yeah. And I, I hope that in, I mean, to some extent anyway, I I hope that in the long term that sentiment kind of sticks around in our, collective culture if you will yeah just the just the idea of like slowing down it's you know the ferris bueller sometimes you have to slow down i honestly think from a psychological standpoint that's part of what's breaking a lot of people's brains with quarantine i think a lot of those people are extremely extroverted people that when they're forced into a situation where they basically have to be introverted yeah uh, it (laughs) kind of breaks them mentally where they're just like i don't know how to deal with this yeah i mean in that sense i do feel bad for people who are energized by that because they at least earlier on when we really were not supposed to be going out unless we had to that was i think that really wore down a lot of people um i guess Mm -hmm. i have considered myself fortunate that i have not been like that because i know that's not the case for everybody Mm -hmm. um yeah no i I just liked this i liked this song because i i read the message of you know it's okay to not always be hustling and be, you know, acting like you're doing awesome, crazy shit on social media all the time. Mm-hmm. It's okay to just sit and lay in bed all day once in a while and, you know, don't feel bad about it. Yeah, exactly. Especially right now. <laughs> yeah. The fourth song uh, in their EP is called Roni Got Me Stressed Out. Now, Roni, I guess, is like a slang that the kids are calling coronavirus. I've heard, I've heard Rona. I had never heard of Roni before this song. My assumption is that they coined the term Roni just because it's like an almost funnier version of Rona, but who knows? Yeah, let's play a little clip of this one. Okay. I don't know what day it is. I thought we were still in March. Now my hair is looking crazy and my skin is feeling harsh. When I'm out and I hear a sneeze, I freak out and run back home. Someone get me Dr. Fauci on the phone because... This one's like, I mean, again, like I said, not that I didn't like any of them. I liked all of them a lot. This is probably the last on my list. Oh, like your least favorite? Yeah, least favorite. Sorry. That's interesting because I was about to say, I think this one might be like my second favorite. What? Yeah, and this is this is one where I, I, I think the, the gist of this song is similar to the other ones, like realizing that things are different now and you kind of just have to take it with a little bit of humor almost. Mm-hmm. For example, he says, I bought a 2020 planner, now I have to throw it out. Um, And stuff like that. I'm just kind of like, well, I mean, this is kind of what the situation is, and we can't really do much about it. So let's just try to do the best we can. Yeah, this one, it's, I don't know, it's a slower beat, kind of similar to Six Feet Away. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I think I related more to the the song after this, though, as far as like the lyrics of it. Not that I'm not stressed out about coronavirus, but I'm not stressed out, I think, for the reasons that this song says he's stressed out. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I get that. Do you want to, uh, should we play a clip of the last song, uh, Cabin Fever? Yeah, yeah. So the the final song uh, of the five is called Cabin Fever. I figured I would switch it up and rearrange my 
<laughs> I just love the lyrics of this one. Yeah. Um, basically, it's about um, the 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 lead singer, I guess, the guy, um, being stuck in his house and running out of things to do in his house. Yeah. Where he just starts talking about all the stuff he did. You know, he rearranged his furniture. He vacuumed. <laughs> he made a pillow fort. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I I kind of get that sense of the coronavirus. It's like even for the most introverted person, eventually you run out of shit to do. Yeah. And this song, like, this is probably my least favorite, um, possibly just because it's a really low tempo song, but I do mm-hmm. actually really enjoy it. Um, this one almost feel, I can feel like the, his weird weariness toward coronavirus, I guess, and the lockdown. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that the most in this song. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's funny because the, the common thread among all of these, on top of obviously the coronavirus, is you, I mean, again, because it's Chromio, it's something to do with a love interest, whether yeah. they're upset because they have to stay six feet away from them, or they're upset because they, you know, they're stuck in their house and they want to see them, or they are ups- or they want to be a Clorox wipe to wipe them down. <laughs> <laughs> We've all felt that, let's be honest, listeners. Yes. So it's just fun how they kind of tie that in and almost create like a faux tongue-in-cheek uh, romance song out of it. Oh, I, absolutely. I think that's that's definitely what they've done here. And, um, you know, if anyone was going to do that, I think it would be them. Because mm-hmm. that really carries through kind of the, the theme of the regular songs that they do. Yeah. Um, they really brought their style over seamlessly with this subject matter. And know, I'm right? honestly really impressed with what they were able to do with this. It did not feel forced. It feels very natural for them. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of give them credit for that um, because, you know, it's not really when, when you kind of look at it objectively, this whole situation is not something that would like naturally fit into the discography of most musical artists, you know? Yeah. It's interesting that they kind of just like dived, you know, or dove is it dived or dove. I I guess dove. They dove full in to like the subject matter, yeah. and we're just like, we're gonna make an EP about the pandemic. So yeah, I, I mean, I guess that's pretty. That kind of pretty much sums up my thoughts about this. Um, they did a really nice job with it, and I, I'm glad that they did it. You know, partially because, like we said, the you know the proceeds going toward that relief fund, but also just providing to all of us as listeners of the music just some kind of comic relief. Mm-hmm. Um, with this whole situation because, you know, it, it, no matter what kind of lifestyle you were leading before this, it has definitely affected all of us in some ways or another, you know, whether that means we're working from home or whether that means, you know, you lost your job or now you have to cancel your vacation or mm-hmm. you are even like losing family members to the virus, you know. Yeah. For, for how serious the subject matter is, I think they did a really nice job of tackling it in a really... Uh, funny but respectful way, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like they're not, they're not like going full crazy conspiracy theorist and and, and making fun of the virus or belittling the virus. They're yeah, they're basically just writing songs about like you know this new way of life is is frustrating, but they they never say it in a way where they they're acting like it's unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's a good way to put it too. I hadn't thought about that before but yeah you're absolutely right so as we said earlier in the episode listeners um the all, all the proceeds from this go to a 
coronavirus relief fund. That being said, um, we would uh, encourage you to, if you're, if you really decide you want to purchase this, um, to purchase it through Bandcamp, because really, I mean, I think as much money as possible is going to go directly to them. Mm-hmm. I bought it through here. I'm trying to remember how much I paid for it. Did you buy the digital? Mm-hmm. Ah. I, I think it was, I think I threw an extra because of where it was going, but nice. um, even if you don't buy it, I would say go listen to it because just lyrically, there's a lot of good stuff in here and obviously we were just played short clips, so. Yeah. And musically and instrumentally as well, I think it, it's good stuff, so. True. Yeah. Once we get the episode up, we'll put the link up in our Facebook page at facebook.com slash getyourfunk. Uh, and if you want to listen to other episodes that we've done about different things maybe it's that episode about um vocal synthesizers maybe it's the previous uh album review that we did you can go to getyourfunk.com okay so yeah this uh this has been your quarantined host kyle and this has been your clorox wipe peter uh (laughs) Thanks for thanks for listening. Um, hopefully, this is the only episode we'll need to do that's specifically about. The, well, actually, we already did one episode about the virus. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Bye, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Bye. We love you. Stay safe. <laughs>